after a quick nap, you wake up and uh, you smell roasting vegetables and wood smoke. The core of older remnants have woken up early and in the solemn silence have cooked breakfast and gathered berries in an effort to feed the thousands of remnants who have worked so hard on their behalf. Rations are light, but they are certainly made with love and are well received by those who chose to keep building the wall. You notice that the Ormains were a part of that group. They have been well received by the other survivors for joining in that in effort that does not directly affect them. Um, give me insight rolls as you wait in line for your meal. Nope. Okay. That's no also a no. There. Twelve. Hey, seventeen. Hey, uh, Morlinda, you can tell that these aged, wrinkly survivors expect not to survive the battle, or at least have accepted that potential for mortality. Uh, They're working to provide for the others in an effort to allow the younger generations to carry on. The Lieutenant Colonel gathers all four of you and the other Warden Scouts, the Elders, the Ormains, and other figures that have shown, them, that have shown themselves to be capable leaders. Alright, so we need to have a literal battle plan for tonight. We need to I need a way to make sure that we're the ones with the power at all costs and do what we need to have control. Oh, man. I have no expertise with this. I agree, Lieutenant Colonel Try, but admittedly none of us are soldiers. Did you have any recommendations? I do, but I was trying to give you space for improv. I know. Um, <laughs> do you have any thoughts, Grimton? About the battle? Yeah, about our strategy and the battle. <gasps> It's gonna go great, guys. <laughs> uh. So remind me what it was that those sprites were saying about the sleeping poison, um, that like the Tempest Oath was ignoring them or something. I I I believe from what I took it as is that they are not necessarily ignoring them, but they've just learned that that's what they're doing is like just putting them to sleep and not like anything more harmful. So they're just kind of working around it in a sense like it's still obviously annoying to have people randomly fall asleep but they yeah are quicker to react to it and like wake people up and or whatnot it, they're, they're considering like, it a nuisance rather than a threat right is there a way to make it a threat yeah how can we use that to our advantage hey that's the name of the show a nuisance becomes a threat when it immobilizes a significant portion of their forces do they have poison arrows what they should focus on i think um, with their arrows are the actual members of the Tempest Oath, that, like the actual soldiers, um, because that will be better off for us. Like, th those should be the main targets of any of our weapons or any, like, any of our force. The other thousand people that are there are basically unarmed, um, upset people, from what Orlando was telling us, so... I don't... It is a war crime to assault civilians. Yeah. So I yeah. don't think that we should focus any at all of our effort on them. We should focus on the people that are armed and trying to kill us. And hopefully, by eliminating those forces, the other thousand will just give up because they are untrained and unarmed. Like, I mean, I guess if they take up arms of their fallen comrades against us, then we can react to that but uh, what is the possibility to... that we can get through this conflict without the loss of life at all specifically without having to take life these are our countrymen and i don't necessarily relish the thought of having to potentially kill them yeah 
Especially the civilians. Obviously, we can try to reason with them at first, but I feel like this is going to be one of those things where it will be less us wanting to kill them and more us defending our lives. And in, as a result of that, people will die on both sides, probably. That's just the reality of the situation. I suppose if so, but I rather like the idea of, like, for instance, with those that we can put to sleep, just imprisoning them. There will be loss of life, but anything that we can do to minimize that, even for our enemies, I think is critical. I mean, how many people can the hundreds of thousands put to sleep at one time? Presumably hundreds of thousands. <laughs> I feel like that's not accurate. Yeah. If we set ourselves up on the road to Letris and then ambush them with the sprites, we can presumably knock out a large portion, maybe not hundreds of thousands, yeah, uh, with the sleeping potions, and then shoot the Honest Accord real arrows into those still standing. Well, wait, you aren't in ground forces, like on the actual ground? Uh, that, that's what I was envisioning. But if, if we have ground forces intermixed with their ground forces, ambushing them with the hundreds of thousands, and then our not very well-trained archers are firing into the rest of them, wouldn't they also be firing into us? Special Legionnaire, Geldrim, you realize that you're going to get shot at in this conflict, right? Yes, but I would prefer to not get shot at by the people that I'm here to protect. Well, we've already been informed that they don't have weapons. That they're just support. Wait, so... The, yes. the zealots don't have weapons. The zealots right. are not army. So you're wanting, right. to, the the you're wanting to ambush the zealots with the sleeping... Yes. Okay. Yes. Correct. So you're, you're, what you're thinking is that the Tempest Oath will be like ahead, and then the other people will be behind, and you want the Tempest Oath to be ahead, and us ambush the thousand behind with the sleeping arrows. And hopefully, no, we're not even... I have very little concern about the zealots. I'm focused on winning a battle against an army. Right. You're, you're saying to ambush the soldiers at the front. Yes. Correct. And you are okay. saying to do so... Are you saying to do so before we have engaged with any real ground for it? Like, the ambush will be the hundreds of thousands appearing and sleeping everybody? Arik, yes. I am suggesting that we... We, fo we focus on the army, knock them out, and then try to kill the rest. We are going to have to kill people. You yeah. do realize this, yes. right? So, yes. Yes, so. but, like, I'd like right. to minimize... <sighs> Sorry. So it'll, it'll look like this. They'll be coming through the forest. Hundreds of thousands will show up, sleep dart as many people as they can, and then skedaddle, presumably. Uh... Then our archers will loose arrows trying to take out as many as are left. Then we engage with, like, foot soldiers. Do we, ha like, are we even having foot soldiers? I, th I, was, I thought we were focusing on... And so, okay, I understand now. So hundreds of thousands show up, shoot them, go to sleep. And then at the right after that, right after they skedaddle, then arrows get loosed on them, take out as many more as they can. And then whatever's left over, our ground forces are trying to fight against their remaining... Forces. See, I wasn't, I wasn't even thinking about trying to engage ground forces. My thoughts were, while they are unconscious, shoot everybody that's still standing, or try to at least, get them all very confused because suddenly what they've perceived as not a threat is suddenly very much a threat. They're going to be confused. That'll give our archers time enough to come back to the Sanger and prepare for the real 
battle. That's a better plan. I like that plan. Yes. Well, hopefully it would just uh, be enough of a shock to them that they would ha- stop and assess what in the Nine Hells just happened and just us get room between us and them. And then hopefully we'd be able to keep that ambuscade going until we're pushed back to the clearing even if if some of them decide to advance and, and chase, then we can just r- retreat to the breastwork. Yep. That is a good plan. I like that plan. Okay. It's as good a plan as any. Grimton? I like it. It also minimizes the amount of people that are actually engaging in hand-to-hand combat, which is good. Yes. I, I've seen your people. This is Herrick Ormain. I've seen your people, and they are not soldiers. They're not. The more distance we can put between them and an army the better colonel try speaks again um all right so once we've withdrawn to the sanger that will put a few hundred yards between us and them they'll be totally vulnerable and will likely stay to scope out things before an attack the good news is that there's a time crunch with the new moon and it's good it's good because we're forcing a battle that means they can't just wait it out like a siege there's a reason to press yeah and but when they've come they have to come in full force in order to survive our arrows and our rocks. And I anticipate that's going to be a hard battle. Uh, and, and one where all the citizens are going to need to be counted on to help. With the ambush, we can get away with only using a force of a few brave folks who are willing to risk a higher chance of combat. But here, the singer will be our protection. Hey friends, it's Joe. It is episode 46 of Advantage. Uh, We're not going to waste any more time building up to the finale saga. We are publishing this battle planning episode on an off week to get us into the action. Think of this as a teaser trailer of the combat to come. And I'm so excited. Really, the only reason I'm even cutting into this middle break is to thank our newest Patreon supporter, Jonah, who's been so much fun hanging out with us on the Darkmoor Podcast Network Discord channel. If you haven't followed the link in the description yet, I'll incentivize you. As we near the end of Arc 1, we have recently started releasing a bunch of extra content, like the 392, 94 questions that I asked the, uh, the cast about their characters before we even started recording way back in summer of 2016. You'll find visual concepts of the characters and NPCs from Nexby to Neavan to Lieutenant Colonel Try uh, and Elder Fallhide all built in the Hero Forge miniature program. You can find rough drafts of the regional maps like all of the Pandominion cities and the Kingdom of Herdearth and the city-states of the Watch Forest. There's even a map localized to the story of Arc 1. Good things are happening there, so go check it out. And finally, you can expect a full Honest to Spirits episode in your feeds next Tuesday as well. That's content from Advantage three weeks in a row. Celebrate the beginning of the end by finding us on social media and rating us on Apple Podcasts. All right, back to the trailer. Get psyched, y'all. We won't be able to hold them forever, and at some point, they will be dangerously close. And once that starts, we could begin a withdrawal of the weaker citizens down the mountain, away from the battlefield. And that will offer them a chance to escape before it may be too late, And that, but that also means that our attacking forces won't be as strong. 
what do you think? I think that that's fine. Yeah, I feel like that is our best option, especially for people who aren't trained fighters. Aren't and, con- yeah, aren't highly yeah. And hopefully by then their forces will have been weakened enough that, and hopefully again, that ours haven't um, been weakened. Though a contingency plan might not be a bad idea. Is it more important to... Like, if things are more even than we want them to be, should we still have some that retreat? Like, if if they're attacking and we've eliminated so many of their forces that it's okay for people to run away and it's still... Like, we're still gonna win, basically, then that's one thing. But if, if things are more even, then the split could do more harm than good. What do you other three think? And then the lieutenant colonel apologizes to the rest of everybody that's there. N- not not to say that the rest of you aren't important. It's just that these four are the ones that are doing the primarily part of the speaking because for some reason you're wait- still waiting in line for beer. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> we can see how it's going in the heat of the moment, but I do think that I would prefer our main plan of action to be keeping as many people safe as possible. Yes. That's what it's I've... all about. We need to be prepared like, have made plans to do either based on what's going on. Like, if we make the plan right. to be one thing and it's not going well, we need to have the orders in place to yes, flip, flip the script. My, my, my question to you, then, is if it's not going well, does it save more people to have them here with us and fighting to the last of it, or does it save more people to have them retreat anyway? Like a full retreat? Before we continue, when it comes to the point where we absolutely can't safely attack and are fully forced to retreat, to that full retreat, remember those traps that we were setting? Yeah. I can give the signal to release the boulders from their positions in those traps. Unfortunately, we weren't able to find a way to do that on our side of the bunker, though which means that I need some brave souls to risk it all to trigger the avalanche from the front. And I recognize that this is a big ask and that it will mean risking absolute death in a Hail Vamana attempt to protect the people. But if you're comfortable with that, Mr. Ormain and Squadron 9, I want that to be you. Briston bows and says, it will be our honor. And Alra looks at Phil and Rand, who both nod, and then turns back to try. And Alra says, yeah, we're in two. Elders, at this phase, I need you to be gathering uh, the weaker folk down the hill. We need you to survive this thing in order to not crumble the resolve of the people going uh, through your deaths. Also, they'll need you to reorganize as a community, and you're an essential part of that. And speaking of leadership, that's where we're going to need the four of you. Right. The lieutenant colonel turns to face you with an expression reading a bunch of emotions. Give me an insight roll. 13. Hey, nat 20. 10. Not natural 20. Uh, I'll give it to everybody but Auric. So first her mouth indicates apology and concern for your safety and the request that she's about to make. But despite that, you see the confident fire in her eyes. She's loving this. Erica Try is in her element right now. And you recognize how different this battle planning might be if you hadn't come up with the idea to bring her in. The four of you are going to be the most important part of our operation. While the rest of the battle is going on, you are our strike force. 
armies need to be led and the commanders needs to be seen by the rest. Up in the north, the Kolgafirian armies use a series of horns to bugle commands, and the orc raiders of the hinterlands use drums to communicate to their raiders. The leaders stand back away from the battles, watching and monitoring the combat and assessing the situation, and you are going to take them out. When the battle rages, its organizers will be totally engaged, likely surrounded by a few bodyguards, but otherwise out in the open. Sneak to them, wherever they are, and kill them. And when they are eliminated, the army will eventually realize. Those individual battalions will have no one to give the orders. Combined with the triggering of the, those Sanger traps, they won't be able to reorganize effectively, and victory will be ours. That makes sense. Yeah. The question is, then, what do we do with the enemy survivors? You already mentioned imprisoning the zealots from the burn. Mm. But do you want that? No. Do you want them to They're be a part of your... They're still East Italian citizens and... Are they, though? Because they kind of walked away from you and are also organizing an army against you. Yeah. Do you want them? That whole do they trying need to, be to a part of you? kill us thing is a problem. I want to give them a chance. I just want to make sure that it's safe. For everyone to give them a chance. Well, I mean, like, who? What's the highest governing body in the Watched Forest? Presumably the spirits. No. Governing wise, there's not really an overarching government. It's like, yeah, well, like yeah, towns, the cities, city states. Yeah. Ironically, the only consistent governing body. It's probably the circle of like great duty. Or, That's right. Yeah. Not everyone in those positions have actual political power within their city states. But every city-state does have a representative. Could we take them before the circle? Like, and just be like, what do you guys think? They, obviously, they're doing bad stuff. Like, uh, Are you proposing that we take really... one of the higher-up leaders of the circle of great duty to the circle of great duty and say, hold this person uh, accountable for justice? Well, look. East Italian, East Italian government is in shambles. Maybe this is an opportunity to rebuild it with conflicts like this in mind. Oh, God. I'm, oh, spirits. <laughs> Legionnaire Steady Hand, you have a connection with Bahamut, is that correct? Yes. Who is, of course, a god of justice and righteous cause. Mm. What are your thoughts on the matter? That might have to be where we draw the line. I don't think I can be okay with letting... Can we can we focus on winning the battle first? I yeah, agree. I'm not ready for this moral dilemma if right now. If we win, then then we can decide what to do with the people that In the short we, term, we beat. I think a reasonable amount of not imprisonment, but like gather them all together, keep everybody in the same place and unarmed while we think about how to proceed. I really think that given the chance to see the people they love and or the people that they used to live with but then turned against i would bet a majority of that group would change their minds they've just been isolated for so long they don't know they don't remember the community that they had so with that in mind because i know my people and i i believe i know that 
I know that if they feel that community again or see that community again, a lot of people are going to want it and want to be back in Isatalos, even if we don't have that place right now. So before we talk about jailing or punishing or anything, let's just give them a chance and then we will see. people can the hundreds of thousands put to sleep at one time presumably hundreds of thousands <laughs> i feel like that's not accurate yeah that would be a little too op wouldn't it be great to just win this fight by them just showing up putting everybody asleep and then casually tying everyone up i mean that would uh, be great if only that was good story <laughs> <laughs> yeah plot gravity is not gonna allow us maybe <laughs> if you rolled a 20 no <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I roll, I roll that 20 that, on disadvantage. The, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm on a FaceTime call now with Aaron, who's on her bachelor party. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Oh, man. Hi, Aaron. You're, you're being recorded on the finale right now, Aaron. This is going to go in the back of the episode. No promises. <laughs> oh I don't think she knows how our uh, end of campaigns go. Also, that was so <laughs> foreboding because, like, you know, Joe and Aaron have talked about this, so like, boy, she's not we. she's not just saying that from like a random place. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>